Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at Deal to Heal Teas dot myshopify dot com. Hey guys, this is Ernest James, host of the Deal to Heal with E James podcast, and I got a question to ask you: Could you buy me a cheeseburger? Better yet, could you buy me a value meal? Yes. Well, guess what? I don't need a value meal. However, for the cost of a value meal, you can support this podcast to keep us on the air. Just go to Patreon slash Deal to Heal podcast and choose any one of the three tiers that's available. And if you just want to make a one-time donation, go to Cash App and make a donation to dollar sign E. James, the number 418. Make a one-time donation to the Cash App or again, go to Patreon to support this podcast and keep us on the air. Thanks in advance. Be blessed. Welcome to Heal to Heal with E. James podcast. On this podcast, my guest and I will discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can live a life that is happy, healthy, and whole. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I am your host, Ernest James, and I believe that everyone can and should live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. If you haven't already, make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube page, our Facebook page, and also our uh, podcast on Spotify or on any of your uh, podcast listening platforms. Um, and also, I'm going to share with you guys um, how you can win $100 from the podcast, right? I'm going to share with you how you can win $100 from the podcast, but you got to stay until the end of the podcast to get that information. So once again, thank you guys for tuning in to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And today, just like any other day, we are blessed with the guest, Mr. Sylvester. How are you doing? All right, E. What's going on with your brother? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good, man. First of all, let me say thank you for being here. Uh, you could have been anywhere else doing anything, but you took out the time to be here with me and my listeners. So I want you to know I definitely appreciate it. Yeah, I definitely appreciate the opportunity to be on your podcast, man. I love everything that you're doing, so I'm I'm grateful to be here today. Thank you, thank you. I, I appreciate it. So let's let's jump right in. Uh, let's let's just uh, man, I'm messing all up. Let's jump right in, right? So do me a favor, introduce yourself uh, to the listeners and, and let us know exactly who you are and what it is that you do. 
Uh, absolutely. So my name is Sylvester Jenkins III. Uh, I'm originally from Columbus, Georgia, currently live in uh, Clarksville, Tennessee. Uh, what I do, I empower the next generation to overcome adversity and uh, just get rid of their limiting beliefs and unleash their inner warrior by uh, helping them win the, uh, the battle within. Uh, I help them to turn stress into success and obstacles into opportunities. Uh, I am a veteran, an author, professional speaker, and also an Army veteran and mental health advocate. All right, all right. You got a mouthful. First of all, let me say uh, thank you for your service. Um, definitely thank appreciate, you. you know, everybody that take out time to uh, to serve, to protect the, the freedoms and the values that we have here uh, in America. My dad's a veteran, um, as well as uh, some of our other family members. Some are still active, some not. But I definitely uh, respect the service. Um, definitely come from a, a, a bloodline of servicemen, you know, uh, and women uh, to, to speak on that. Um, so I definitely thank you for your service. Um, one of the things that I know that you do, uh, as well as being a serviceman, is being a father. And not yes. just being a father, but being a girl dad. So as you know, on this, pod, uh, on this podcast, uh, I am a girl dad. Definitely appreciate the girl dads. So starting right off, I got two questions for you. One okay. question, first question is, what does it mean to you to be a girl dad? And the second question is, give us something that your daughter has taught you. Oh, absolutely. So what it means to me to be a girl dad is just uh, it gives you the greatest one of the greatest responsibilities on this earth. You get to be a true influence in showing um, the a woman how to be. Uh, a woman, what she needs from a man in order to become whole at any point in time in her life. You are that first example. You are that blueprint of who she will uh, choose to marry or, you know, become one with once she departs your house. So I think it's one of the greatest gifts that you can ever have as being a father. So that's what that means to me. And uh, what my daughter has taught me, she taught me so many things, man. Uh, that's my sugar mama. Uh, that's what I call her because she runs the house. But, uh, Two things she taught me is uh, patience and compassion, you know, because I have three boys and I'm able to be stern and hard with them. And but but also fair, caring and loving as well. But she taught me how to be patient when it comes down to the, the other things that I didn't know that a woman needs or a female needs. Um, also, the compassion as far as dealing with that, I, you know, with your boys, you can be a little, you know, harder. But with, you know, my girl, I have to be I had to tone it down a bit. And then she just, you know, she uh she spoiled rotten, man. I'm going to just say that off top <laughs> uh, because I want to give her the world. I want to show her what she can have once she departs my house, once she leaves my household. And um, but those are two things that she showed me. All right. All right, man. I love it, man. I, I, I really uh my my daughter now is 19. So wow. you know, I always say she's not a baby, but she's still my baby. Right. <laughs> but she grown and, and doing her own thing. And you know, but it's still just the uh the the process, you know, and, and just being a girl there because it never stops, you know. Yeah. The only thing that, that changes is the uh the the part you play changes, you mm -hmm. know. Um it's, it's still it's still it's still hands-on, just a little different. Right. You know, um, so I, I love, you know, talking to other girl dads and getting their uh, perspective um, on that. So thank you. Thank you for, for answering that. And thank you for being a, the dad that you are. Thank uh, you. I appreciate so, that. 
let's uh let's jump right in a little bit uh dive in a little bit right and so i want to know first of all tell me your journey right because i know you weren't always the the person that you are today right right? and and there's always a backstory to how we get to uh become who we are Right. right and especially for those of us who have a heart for people generally i always say if you have a heart to help someone, you either needed help or someone just helped you, you know, what I mean, at some point in your life. And so tell us a little bit about who Sylvester was and that journey to becoming to uh, the man that you are today. Absolutely. So, uh, like I said before, I'm originally from Columbus, Georgia. I uh, grew up in a low income, single parent home, gang and drug infested neighborhood where a young man was only expected to do three things. And that was go to jail, die or make it out on pure luck. Um, during that time frame, by the age of 13, I had already joined the gang, sold drugs, was on drugs, breaking into people's homes. I can remember being on the corner with cracking one pocket and a 38 in the small of my back. Um, just going down that line, I failed multiple times in school. I was looking for a sense of purpose, direction. I felt abandonment, dealt with identity issues, low self-esteem, uh, emotional neglect. Uh, just during that time of, of of my teenage years and during the time of me trying to figure out what's next for me, because I contemplated dropping out of school because I felt the fourth grade, the sixth grade, eighth grade, 10th grade, 10th grade, summer school and the 12th grade. But and, and when you fail so many times, you just feel like you're a loser. You feel like what else is there left for me? I, and I can't do nothing else but continue to just try and survive some way, somehow. But um Needless to say, um, there's one person that I always wanted to make proud, and that was my mother. I seen her work tooth and nail countless hours when it came to working at a meal. And, you know, due to her, uh, just her sacrifices and everything that was going on, raising uh, three boys on her own, it just caused me to just want to change the narrative some way, somehow, to just make her proud in some way, to let her go know that her, her sacrifices didn't go unjustified. So that's when I looked into joining the military because... Um, I wanted to, you know, serve my country, you know, like I said before, look for a sense of purpose and a way out of my environment. So that's what I did. And when I joined the military, I joined at the age of 19, uh, which was kind of difficult for me as well, because, uh, you know, you got to take a test called the ASVAB before you can join the military. So I failed that four times because initially I looked into joining the Navy. I looked into joining the Air Force. And then I, the Marines didn't even give me a shot. I remember us talking earlier and uh, the Marines didn't even give me an opportunity. They were like, no, nah, we good. We heard about what you did at the Navy. We straight. And so um, <laughs> the Army, they was like, hey, I guarantee I can get you in. So just so happened, you know, I got excited, uh, tears of joy, whatever it might be, because I knew that this was my opportunity and I didn't want to waste it. So I joined the military. And my first three years, man, I, I suffered hardship during that time frame. Uh, I was engaged to be married to my high school sweetheart. She got pregnant by somebody else. So that ended. Not only that, but then I also got in trouble while I was in there. I got two Article 15. Uh, for a lot of people who might not know what Article 15 is, is non-judicial punishment. So I got punished. So I got reduced in rank, uh, got busted in rank, got money taken from me, and I had to do 45 days extra duty. Now, uh, I got punished because I, I, I pissed hot on the urinalysis, and then I got into an altercation with one of my NCOs. Um, both of those t- uh, times right there, I was just in a bad place. I was in a very bad spot. I felt like the world was coming to an end. 
everything one after another. I felt like I didn't have oxygen to breathe. Uh, and then along that journey, I, I found myself just trying to get back on the horse, try, trying to figure out what can I do in order to get out of this sunken place. And I started to move forward, but I still haven't uh, got rid of those inner demons. But in the process, you know how they say hurt people hurt people. Uh, mm -hmm. That's what I did. So instead of dealing with all my inner demons, all I did is just jumped into another relationship, got married. And when I went on my third deployment to Iraq, uh, I went through an acrimonious divorce, came back home to nothing. When I say nothing, I mean nothing. The house was empty. All the furniture was gone. My car was gone. My bank account was on E. It was bloodshot red. And so, you know, you dealing with the situation of defending your country for 365 days and you come back to this. Now you feeling like, man, what else do I got to lose? And I got at a point where I wanted to wave the white flag. I really wanted to take my own life because I felt like I didn't have nothing to live for. And so uh, at that time, that's when everything started to shift for me. Like when I was right there in my living room, sitting with the uh, the bottle of liquor, cigarette, smoking a couple of Newports and had the, you know, the gun like in the closet ready to go grab it. Um, I felt like, you know, the tears started rolling down my face. I'm questioning God, like, why me? Why did I have to go through all this? And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, I just felt like he was telling me, like, give it to me. You know, all the pain, all the hurt, everything that you're dealing with, the bitterness, the resentment, give it to me. And at that time, I got on my knees and I started praying. And when I started praying, next thing you know, you know, I looked around my house. And when I looked around my house, I noticed how dirty it was. The empty liquor bottles, the beer cans, the empty packs of cigarettes, clothes thrown all over the floor. And I immediately went to clean up my house because how it looked on the inside of my house is how I felt on the inside of my body. And I felt like that was the beginning of me investing in myself, me really taking the opportunity to figure out what it takes in order to better myself. And so over the time, you know, I just continued to dive in deep when it came to investing in myself and becoming who I am today. Man, that's, that's cool. That's cool. I want to, I, I want to talk about, speak on two things uh, that you mentioned. First of all, I, I can relate with the, uh, you talked about failing some classes early um, so as, as yourself, myself, I'm also a, a, a speaker, a professional speaker. And one of the things that I, I talk about is um, failure, the great achievement, right? Mm -hmm. Because in, in my life, uh, I failed second grade. Right? Okay. I remember going through that. Um, I failed. And, and it wasn't because I, I was, I've always been a pretty smart guy, right? right. So but what it was, I was basically playing Robin. <laughs> to one of the guys in the class in the class who was like uh uh Batman, right? So he's like the <laughs> class clown and you know properly one, whatever. So I'm just right. like running behind him and as it got to the end of the of the semester, and they're like, uh, you failed, you know. <laughs> and so I don't know how your household was when it came to report time card, but when that, oh, yeah. when, that when that time came, we had to go and uh stand before the judge, and the right, judge right, in our right. house was my dad. You know, okay. So I remember uh, having that coming in there. And he's he's standing there, and he he got you know the belt in one hand, and he got the report card in the other hand. Right, right. You know, and so, but one of the things that happened that day, what he said to me, he began to talk to me, and one of the things he said to me is, "I'm disappointed in you, because mm. I know you can do better than this, right? right?" And not only that, he's like, "You carry my name because I'm Ernest Junior. My dad's Ernest okay. Senior." 
And so just having that conversation, I remember him standing there talking to me and I'm bawling as a kid, right? I see right. I was just crying, you know, and he didn't even, I, he didn't even with me, you know what I mean? He just turned, turned around, but I, I could see the pain in his eyes, you know, from the situation. And he was kind of like, all right, just go. Right. And he turned his back on me. And, and I remember going out and I had that same, that same uh, thought process that you had later was, you know, I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to make making my parents proud, you mm-hmm. know, because it is failure. And, and that's what I did. I ended up, you know, after that, I was just like on it. You know, I was an honorary right. student all through high school, graduated wow. high school in, in three years instead of four. You wow. know, I, I, I was on a mission. Right. You know? And I remember, you know, as an adult, after I was married and bought my first house, you know, I, I called my dad. I had moved to another state. And uh, he came over to the, the state that I was in and, and to see the house and everything. And I remember having that conversation with him where he was just like, you know, I'm proud of you. You did, you know, you did what I did. You know, you took care of your family. You, you know, got your house and things like that and having that conversation and not saying anything to him, but in my mind saying like, yeah, I, I did it. I, I made did up right. for that failure. You know what I'm saying? Right. And from to go from that, I'm disappointed in you, to now, I mean, I'm, I'm sure along the way, like I said, I was an honor roll student. I had another, a lot of achievements in between that time. Right. Um, so I'm sure I, I had heard the words before, but that day, I guess, was the day that it really settled into my spirit. Like, right. okay, I, I, I did it. You know what I'm saying? And so that just having that why, I know as, as a speaker, I'm sure you, you're familiar with it. You know, when we talk with the different audiences, it, to find that thing, that thing or that person that gives you the drive to, to push through, man. And so we call it, call it your why, you know, find right. your why. And so, yeah, just like, like you with, with your mom and, you know, myself with, with my dad and, you know, finding that why, that thing that give us that motivation to push through, you know, I, I could definitely um, uh, relate to that with you. And another thing I could relate to uh, that you talked about was getting to the point where uh, you felt like taking your own life. Right. right. And so I, I, I've shared my story a lot of times, uh, multiple times on the, on the platform. Um, but mm-hmm. I know when, one of the reasons why I shared it, because us as men and also as being black men, you know, a lot of times we don't share. Right. right. We go through different hardships and things. And one of the things that reasons why it makes it so hard when we're dealing with stuff is because we feel like we're the only one. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we have not built a circle or even within our circle with some of our friends, we haven't built that trust factor where we can share some of the things that we've been through, some of the hardships and the, and the failures that we've had. And so we hold it in. And so, right. uh, like I said, I was, I've, I've told my story multiple times um, uh, where I was in that, in that place, going through a divorce, going through debt, um, going through a, a depression itself. And then my mom died. You right. Know? So dealing with all of that within a short time period, you know, had me in a place where I'm like, you know what, I'm ready to to check it all in. Right. You know? And um, thankfully for me and prayerfully, you know, I was able to get out of that space um, with some hard work on my side, on my end, but also with some family and friends that prayed for me and also pulled me, you know, along so I had the strength to to stand up on my own and and you know come out of that space. And so I want to I want to just I know you, you talked about it a little bit about, um, you know, praying and, you know, having that 
change of heart in the midst of mm -hmm. your prayer. But I want to talk about it a little bit more because, like I said, I knew it, it would, for my example, there were some people in my life that were strong for me when I wasn't. Right. Know, to help me get out of that out of that space. And so I, I, along with the prayer, you know, that you had at that time, what were right. some of the other mechanisms that helped you to, you know, to climb out of that hole that you were in? Uh, I think uh, the support channel, like you said. So my mother was a big influence. So she she coached me through it. And then also I had an older brother who was, you know, very supportive of everything that was transpiring with me. So I think, you know, that uh, that social network dealing with the family is very, very uh, prevalent and, and was well needed during that time frame. But also just uh, starting to take the time to do, uh, I started working out more. Um, I think that was a, a, a big beneficial uh, for me because, you know, when you start to look good, you start to feel good. And so like with working out, you know, it started to, you know, work on the mind as well. So I invested time dealing with the circumstances of working out, communicating more with my family, expressing my emotions, talking about my feelings, because I always tell people, you know, even Superman had to be Clark Kent sometimes. Mm -hmm. You just can't sit there and just hold it in. You know, some people look at uh, transparency and vulnerability as a kryptonite, but in all actuality, it's a superpower. So you need to make sure that you share what you're dealing with and going through because it could benefit you. Not only can you heal from it, but you might be able to help others get through circumstances that they might go through. So those are some of the things that I did in order to, you know, catapult myself from that situation that I was in during that time. Man, and I, and I, and I love I love what you said, man, because being able to be vulnerable, you know, and transparent, especially as a man, you know, is it, so much needed. Uh, in our communities, you know, and not just in our community, but in our world today, just amongst men. Right. You know? And that's why I'm, I'm always very vocal, especially when I have a guest on that doesn't mind sharing their story, because I want it to be, you know, uh, I want it to be normal. I want to normalize us as men being able to say I was hurt. You right. know, being able to say I was dealing with some things or am dealing with some things. You know what I'm saying? Not only to admit, you know, our own hardships and the things that we're going through, but also in the midst of us admitting it, that gives those who we're talking to, our friends, our homies, other men who may just be able to hear our conversation, the permission to be vulnerable themselves. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Give them the permission to be like, hey, I, I was hurting too, and feel safe to be able to express themselves, you know, without fear of being judged or, or, or misunderstood. And so thank you for, for sharing that, man. And so just uh, listening to you, I know one of the things that, you talk about, uh, you know, is uh, resiliency, you know what right. I mean? And the power to to uh, be resilient. So, you know, when we're talking about that, because obviously, you know, just coming out of that situation, to right. resiliency for you to, to be able to bounce back from that. Absolutely. So just tell us a little bit about what does it mean to be um, resilient and kind of what does it take to be resilient? Okay, absolutely. So resilience is the ability to bounce back from adversity successfully. Let me put that at the end of it, because some people feel like they bounce back from a situation, but they hold on to those demons. They hold on to that uh, those strongholds that prevent them from you know, uh, escalating to a higher point, reaching their apex. So uh, it's actually being the tennis ball and not the egg. And I always tell people there are three types of people in this world. You got the uh, potato, the egg, and the coffee bean, right? So the potato, when you initially look at it, is hard, right? But then when you stick it in hot boiling water, that's adversity. You know, what happens to that potato? 
you know, it grows soft on the inside. Let's say this is dealing with losing a job or failing a big test at school, you know, and then um, you got that, uh, that, that, uh, I've, I've, I'm, I lost track. Oh, that egg. I'm sorry. That egg. When you look at that egg initially, it's hard, right? Which means, you know, uh, when you're looking at it already, it's already fragile from the start. If you drop an egg on the ground, it's going to shatter. It's going to break when it hit the ground. But then when you stick it in that hot boiling water, let's say they went through a divorce. Let's say they lost a loved one. What happens to that egg on the inside? It hardens, right? But then you got that coffee bean. That coffee bean, you stick that in adversity, that hot boiling water. What happens to it? It changed its surrounding for its better. So it goes from being a coffee bean to a, a, a fresh smelling pot of coffee. So this is what resilient represents to me. It's saying being a coffee bean and not the potato or the egg. So uh, some of the ways that you're able to do that, I want to say like three things, and they all start with C. One, you got to take control. You got to take control of your life. And make sure that you do whatever it takes, because there are only three things that you can control. You can't control the weather. You can't control other people, but you can't control yourself. So you can control your mindset, your attitude and the decisions that you make. And then also you want to make that commitment. You want to make a commitment to yourself. Put in that dedication, that hard work, that patience. You know, it's sacrificing your pleasure for your purpose. And then you want to challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to continue to become better than where you were yesterday. All it takes is 1% every day. That's all you got to do. Be 1% better than you were yesterday. That's 15 minutes of your life. That's all that is, 15 minutes of your life. You can go for a walk. You can look at some motivational videos. You can listen to a, a podcast. You can read a book. You can listen to an audible, whatever it might be. Do something to challenge yourself to be better than you were yesterday. So those are three ways that you're able to develop a level of resilience. And then some people feel like, you have to be born with it. Now, this is something that a skill that can be developed just like finances or anything else. Like you can develop resilience. Anybody can develop a level of resilience and come out stronger and better than they were before. I always tell people it's like the ballistic equipment when you're going through any type of combat or adversity in your life. This is like the the uh, the Cavalier, the vest, you know, the boots, all these things. This is what resilience is. It protects you from anything that could possibly hinder you from continuing to move forward in your life. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. And definitely like the three C's. And, and one of the things you, you uh, mentioned several times um, is adversity, right? right. And I think that, you know, that's one of the things we have to uh, address because I think sometimes, like we mentioned before, you know, as men, and not just as men, but just as people, that sometimes we get into situations and, and we're faced different uh, situations of adversity in, in one way or another, where it's on the job or it's in the house or right. it's in school, you know, and a lot of times we feel like we're the only one. And not only do we feel like we're the only one, but then we feel like there's no help. There's no one else to help us. And, right. and we're, we're kind of on this island by ourselves trying to deal with whatever that adversity is. And so I, I would say that, you know, one of the ways that we deal with adversity uh, is the three A's, right? So we have to, um, um, we first of all have to accept, you know, the situation as it is like, OK, this is what we're dealing with. Whatever right. the situation is, you know, get past the woe is me and why it is me and whatever. Yes. It is what it is. So we have to accept it first. Then once we accept it, then we can amend it. 
So how can I take this uh, adversity? How can I take this pain and tweak it a little bit here right. and there? So now I don't see it as something that's hurting me. Now I see it as something that's helping me. You right. know, because we always go through something for a reason. There's a reason for everything that we go through. Absolutely. And then the last A was, would be to extend. So once we accept it, amend it, then we can extend from it, which means we can we can move forward. Right. We can move up. We can go to the next level because now we've learned to deal with this uh, adversity that we may have been dealing with, you know, to help us to get to, to that next level. So, Absolutely. you know, just in, in your own words, when, when dealing with uh, adversity, you know, what is a what is a, uh, uh, you know, a mechanism or, or something that you use or that a tip, should I say, that you can give, you know, to anybody that's dealing with some kind of adversity just to help them get through it? Absolutely. So for me, I'm, I'm in the acronym levels, too. Like you have uh, the three A's. I had the three C's for the resilience. I got the three R's for the adversity, you know, recognize, reflect and release, recognize, reflect and release, recognize that there is a problem, that there is an issue, reflect on it, see what, you know, it's a difference between pain and suffering. Pain is temporary, but suffering is a choice. So if you find yourself in a position where you're continuously dealing with the uh, the worries, dealing with the self-doubt, the, uh, the, the pity parties, dealing with all these things, try to reflect on what, you know, what, what it is, what circumstances are you in right now that you can get yourself out of in order to help you release those things that you're dealing with. And a lot of times it's our habits. Our habits cause us to deal with a lot of things that we're going through. And this is how you go from being a warrior to a warrior, because once you develop those habits that are beneficial to you, you can unlearn those habits that are bad for you in order to release and move forward, dealing with everything that transpires in your life. So that's a way that you can get rid of adversity or overcome adversity. Man, man, hey! So to the listeners, y'all, y'all better have a pencil or a pen or something because we dropping some some knowledge down <laughs> today. Uh, I'm definitely a, a person that love uh, acronyms, and, and I got one uh, that I want you to. I'm, I'm gonna bring it to you a little later. That I, I heard you say because um, I always go back and, and and you know look at my my guests' uh, right. videos and, and things that they have on their social media. Right. Actually, one of the things I wanted to I wanted you to. Uh, talk about that I heard you uh, say on a video today, um, which is I think is a, a, another coping mechanism that you talked about, which was the uh, the 10, 10, 10 rule. Oh, yeah. So yes, tell, tell us a, a little bit about that, because I thought that was interesting also. OK, so uh, 10, 10, the 10, 10, 10 rule is another form of uh, a resilience skill. All right. So it, it helps you to put things in perspective and be more optimistic. So the 10, 10, 10 rule is a. Uh, uh, how would this affect me uh, 10 minutes from now? How would this affect me 10 months from now? How would this affect me 10 minutes from now? Say like if you're going through an acrimonious divorce, how would this affect me 10 minutes from now? It would. I would still be devastated. I would still be crushed. I would still be going through a lot of weariness. Right. But 10 months from now, I can see myself starting to come out of this situation that I'm currently experiencing, dealing with this divorce, this hardship. And then 10 years from now, you're a totally different person. And when you look back at all you experienced throughout that time span, dealing with all that hardship, that pain, that suffering and everything that you went through, you start to notice like, man, either it helped you to become better or you was going through the motions of seeing something that this probably wasn't the person for me from the start. And it was just helping me to mature and grow when it came down to the circumstance that I'm in today. 
So the 10, 10, 10 rule is to help you to put things in perspective so you can continue to move forward and transition out of that mode of suffering. Yeah. And I, and I think that, that, uh, you know, even with that 10, 10, 10 move, uh, rule, which helps you kind of change your, your mindset, right. Which is another big yes. thing that we have to deal with, uh, when going from where we are to where we're trying to go to, to where, right. you know, becoming who we're trying to be, it, it, you got to change that mindset. Right. And so I know that plays a, a big part. And, and one of the things that I always talk about when uh, dealing with a mindset, because I remember having a conversation with a young man and I was turning him on to some uh, more positive things, you know, some positive messaging, some positive uh, speakers and even some uh, positive, you know, music. And he was like, you know, I don't really listen to that. You know, and one of the things I told him is that you don't because you won't. Right. Yes. <laughs> because you don't listen to it. You know what I mean? You right. won't listen to it because you're not giving it a chance. And because right. all you do is listen to, to listen and watch negativity, that's all your mind longs that's for it. because that's all that you're feeding it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I said, so when you start feeding it something different, then they start craving something different. And right. so you have to take the chance or the, the initiative to be like, you know what, I'm going to do something different. So let me try, you know, listen to this, this different music. Yep. Let me try listening to these motivational speakers or, you know, some uh, different you know, watching something different. Let me watch some do uh, documentaries and, and get some right. learning instead of watching some of the other stuff that I'm watching, you know? Absolutely. So and all those things, you know, that we have to be mindful of when we guarding our, our ear gate, our eye gate, you know what I'm saying? Right. And information that's going in because what goes in is going to come out. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so the things that we pay attention to, the things that we watch, the things that we listen to all uh, plays a major part in, in changing our mindset. So right. what something or, or just a word of advice or, or something that you feel that's important to let others know when it comes to changing that mindset, what is some, something that they may need to do? Oh, absolutely. So uh, I always tell people what you tune into, you turn into, right? And what you feed your brain is just as important as what you feed your body. And a lot of us need to go on a diet from what we, what we watch mm -hmm. and what we listen to. You need to take an opportunity to purge your social media. You need to take an opportunity to push back from the, mu the music that you listen to. And, and I say um, you have to develop a growth mindset. This is what I like to call eyesight versus mindsight. You know, your eyesight is seeing the things that are right in front of you. You know, continuously uh, listen to negative music or not trying to expand your horizon when it comes down to the stuff that you're putting into your body. But your mindset is perceiving the things that you see, nobody else. Right. So it comes down to a point where you want to be successful. Guess what you need to do? Steady, successful people. You want wealth. OK, steady, wealthy people. If you want happiness, listen to things that are happy. So you have to take the time to purge everything, remove it from your life and then step forward into listening or hearing or watching those things that are positive. Like for me, I think laughter is one of the best medicines out there. Right. So before I go to bed at night, I want to, you know, kind of digress from a lot of things that I experienced throughout the day, because regardless of how you feel, you can't prevent yourself from experiencing some negative things throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So in order to digress, I watch, I watch all kind of comedy videos, short, real pranks, and everything on YouTube. YouTube University, man, has built more millionaires than Harvard or Stanford ever will, right? right? So anything that you need, how to have a laugh, if you want to find some little Kevin Hart videos, snippets, or whatever it might be, take an opportunity to laugh your way to a happy night. 
That's how you do it. You, I, I take the opportunity to do that every night or watch some people that doing uh, great uh, gratitude, uh, giving people money or helping people out of fire, stuff like that, man. Like I watch all these beneficial things before I go to bed at night because you don't want to sleep on the negativity that you already experienced. And you wake up in the morning carrying that same stuff that you experienced from the day before. Your subconscious mind, man, is a powerful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, man, we can go all day, man. <laughs> we can go all day. Right. Hey, I, 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 I want to talk about, before we get out of here, because I know you're you an author. Right. right? And, and I know uh, one of the books that I seen was, uh, I think, the, the Comeback. What what's the name of it? Right. From, from, com, from combat to comeback. From right. combat okay. to combat. How so to conquer the battles of adversity. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about that one. Okay. But uh, also that's not the only one, right? You have several books, right? Yeah, so I have uh written and self-published four books. And um what my first one was a quick cure to successful leadership. Uh my second one was uh how to uh how to win the battle within. Uh, winning the battle within. I'm sorry. And then my third one was the compass. Uh, Real leaders navigate change. And then I recently released this book uh, from combat to combat. Okay. So what what is the message of, of from combat to combat? Like what is the what is the message in in that book? And what is it uh, that you want the readers to walk away with when they finish reading it? Absolutely. So I want them to gain a different perspective when it comes down to adversity. I don't want them to look at it as something bad or negative. Right. I want them to look at it as a, a, a advantage, you know, because to every level of adversity that we face, there's an equivalency of advantage to it, regardless of how you want to see it. Because if you don't go through adversity, you'll never develop and grow. There's two reasons why your life is hard. It may be because you're stepping outside of your comfort zone or maybe because you're still in your comfort zone. You got to choose your heart. And I prefer to step out of my comfort zone and grow. And that's going to come with a level of adversity because you're experiencing things that you possibly never went through before. You know, some things might be challenging for you to the point that you're still trying to figure out what it takes. It might be exhausting. It might be tiring. But still, you got to continue to push through it in order to make sure that you come out on top or whatever you're trying to succeed in, your level of success might not be the same as mine. Your level of happiness might not be the same as mine. But when it comes down to combat, it's something that we experience every day. You don't have to be in the military to experience combat. I look at combat as adversity, right? You face predicaments in your relationships. You face predicaments in your finances. You face predicaments in your mental, your spiritual, your physical. This is combat. When you face that battles, those battles, and I want to give you the tools, the strategies, the techniques in order to come out on top and come back stronger than you were before. So that's a little bit about what this book can provide for you, how it can help you and make you come out better and stronger than what you were before. Man, definitely, definitely. I like that. I like that. Man, uh, Sebastian, first of all, let me say thank you uh, for being on. Right. Thank you for coming in and, and definitely sharing your story and your expertise. I want you to have the last word, you know, uh, you know, and also give us, leave us with your social media handles and things like that. Definitely the information where we can get the, uh, uh, we can get the book and things like that. So I want you to have the last word. So I'll give you a, a chance to, to think about that. Um, to my listeners, uh, I told you guys, I would tell you how you can win a hundred dollars from the podcast. 
and you win $100 from the podcast by uh, joining our super subscriber contest. So what does that mean? You must subscribe to our YouTube channel, to our Facebook page, and to our uh, podcast on Spotify. And after you've done those three things, you text the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 866-326-0730 to qualify to win $100. Uh, the contest is ongoing and it's random. So once you're in, you're in. You ain't got to worry about it no more. And you can win at any time. So that's what you need to do in order to win $100 uh, from the podcast is join our super subscriber contest. Um, also, another thing, guys, our website, um, our website is up and running. DealHealFulfill.org uh, is the website. When you go to the website, you'll be able to uh, connect uh, with myself, see what I how all I have going on. Um, also, there's information about the podcast. There's information about the eBooks. You want to make sure that you check out our eBooks. Um, our ebooks is if you go to the website, which is dealhealfulfill.org, again, you can click on the, uh, the link for the ebooks or uh, the link for the um, Deal to Heal Tees, which is the t shirts, or you can go to their own separate links. Uh, the web, the website for the ebooks is ebooksbyejames.com. I made that real simple <laughs> ebooksbyejames.com. Uh, there's three books that's uh, available right now. There's more to come. Uh, definitely, um, the Deal to Heal Tees is on Shopify. Uh, we have about eight, seven or eight different. Um, uh, T-shirts that's on there to choose from. But definitely check out our website, man. Check out the website, dealhealfulfill.org. And also there, uh, you can hire myself or book myself to be a, a speaker at your event, your next event, or to hold a uh, workshop for you, right? And also check us out with the um, uh, Forgiveness Mission at the forgivenessmission.com, which we are doing Forgiveness workshop, virtual forgiveness workshops every quarter of the year. Uh, so that's four, four times a year we're doing these workshops where we talk about forgiveness, what it is, what it's not, forgiveness of self, forgiveness of others, and health and wellness. So that's just some of the things that we got going on. Make sure you guys check us out. Again, dealhealfulfill.org and also the forgivenessmission.com. Uh, so check us, check us out there. Um, Mr. Sylvester, again, let me say thank you. Once again, for taking out the time to be here, to share your voice with us, share your story. We definitely dropped a lot of knowledge uh, on this episode. So I hope everybody uh, get a pencil and a pen and go back to start from the beginning and listen again <laughs> so they can write it down. Um, but again, I thank you very much, man, for, for taking out your time to be here. Uh, I really appreciate it. And again, thank you for your service. And I'll let you have the last word. The floor is yours. Absolutely. So I want to first start by starting by giving you your flowers since we're on the podcast. You know, everything that you're doing right now, man, is phenomenal. I just want to continue to encourage you. Do, keep doing what you're doing, brother. You're changing lives and together we are the change. Right. So I just want to continue to encourage you and strengthen you, brother, because you're doing phenomenal things, man. You're giving people an opportunity to learn more, to be able to heal and deal with a lot of things that they're currently experiencing and going through. And to anybody that's listening right now, Hopefully, you know, there's somebody that at the point where you might have lost a sense of hope and this podcast episode has been able to give you some gems in order to overcome that battle that you're facing. But I want to tell you the major key to your better future is you. Nobody else is you. You have to change in order to see change. You know, you have to take back your power. 
You have to get to a point where you're not going to set yourself up for failure. You're not going to hold yourself to a lower standard. You have to step out your comfort zone. I say everybody is like a piggy bank, right? You know, you have a purpose inside of you. And sometimes you're going to have to go through the beating. Sometimes you're going to have to go through the shaking and possibly even be broken in order to get that purpose out of you. Everyone was created on purpose for a purpose. Matter of fact, you were created on purpose for a purpose. Keep that in mind, whatever you're going through and make sure you do the best you can to help yourself wherever you're trying to go to. All right. All right. Give us your uh, social media handles and where we can find the books. Absolutely. So you can um, go to my website at SylvesterJenkins.com and, and find any of my book. You can also go on Amazon, also go on Audible, Kindle for any copies of the book. And you can my social media handles is Sylvester Jenkins, the third. Uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, uh, TikTok. I just started this TikTok crap, man. My kids got me on it, but uh, it's something new that's, you know, I'm starting. But at, at, but all those other platforms, I'm. I'm mostly on on an often basis and you can come on there at any point in time, see a sense of inspiration, see a sense of motivation, hope, whatever you need. I'm dropping gems and nuggets all free of charge, all because I want to serve others because we was all created on purpose for a purpose. Take care. God bless. All right. All right. We can't end it no better than that. Uh, to the listeners, thank you guys for tuning in uh, once again to the Deal to Heal with EJ's podcast where our mission it's to help people to deal, to heal, and to fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. So until next time, guys, be blessed. Hey, guys, I know you're enjoying the podcast. However, don't forget to join our text line at 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730 in order to receive text messages with new events and things that is going on and new episodes as they release. All right. See you in a minute. Thanks for listening to the deal to heal with E James podcast. Remember to listen, like subscribe and share. This episode has been brought to you by deal to heal teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Let's go to dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. Remember, our mission is to help you to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for listening.